if you have your Bibles, grab hold of it. We're going to go to the word of the Lord, and we're going to be reading from the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse number 8 to about verse number 17. And if you will help me today, I promise you, I, I feel like preaching. Hallelujah. If you will help me today, we'll have a good time, and God will move. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse number 8, one day, Elisha. Elisha went to the town of Shunem. A wealthy woman, come on, say wealthy woman. All the wealthy women make some noise. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Hallelujah. Somebody said wealthy in the Lord. Where the wealthy in the Lord women at? Watch it get quiet now. Where the wealthy and money at? Y'all ain't one. I said no prophesy. <laughs> she was wealthy. You know, there's a difference between having money and wealth. She was wealthy. Amen. And the Bible says about this wealthy woman, she urged uh a wealthy woman lived there, and she urged him, him being Elisha, to come to her home for a meal. And after that, whenever he passed that way, he would stop there for something to eat. Thank God for the people who look out for the people of God. She said to her husband, I am sure. This man who stops in here from time to time is a holy man of God. And then she said Let this. Let's make a small room on the roof and put in it a bed and a table, a chair and a lamp for him. Then he can stay there whenever he comes to us. Hallelujah. I told you if you help me today, we'll have fun. Then he will have a place to stay there, right? And the Bible says it goes on to say, One day when Elisha came, he went up to his room and he laid down there. And he said to his servant Gehazi, called the Shunammite woman, right? So he called her and she stood before him. Elisha said to her, uh, tell me, uh, you have gone through all this trouble for us. Now, uh, what can I do for you? What, is there something that can be done for you? Because when people are nice to you, you ought to be nice to them. I could go a whole nother sermon right there. We have lost the art of being nice to people who are nice to you. I ain't get no amen from like here, there. Let me try over here. When people are nice to you, you should be nice to them. I don't owe nobody in life nothing but love. You know, if somebody nice to you, you owe them to be nice to them. Come on. Hallelujah. Y'all with me? And so the man of God said, this woman then fed me when I, when I came to town. She cooked up a meal and she's wealthy, so this ain't no cheap meal. 
Yeah, you understand? <laughs> this is a good meal, and he's eating good. He's and 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 he built a room, and in the room it is fully furnished, and the room is just for me. Like it's not when I leave, it's a bed and breakfast that anybody can go to. It's my room. So he said, call the lady. I, I, I got to bless. I got to do something for her. Let me tell you something. If anybody's ever been good in your life and you ever have an opportunity to bless them back, do it. I ain't going to get no amens. Bless the people that have never, ever forget the people that have been good to you in your life. Amen, somebody? So he said, I want to I wanna do something for you. Now, what can be done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She replied, I have a home among my own people. In other words, she is so set. She said, ain't really a thing you could say to the king that's going to take my status higher than what it is. Now, how many of you know that when you've got everything together, you still might not have everything together? And so Elisha said to her, right, uh, 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 what can be done for her, Elisha asked Gehazi. He said, and Gehazi, his servant, said, you know what? I'm looking around, and she has no son, and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, call her. So he called her and she stood in the doorway. And about uh, this time next year, Elisha said, you will hold a son in your arms. Look at her reaction now. Before when it came to the king, when it came to everything else, I don't need none of that. You good? Just soon as he said, by this time next year, you're going to have a son. She said, no, my Lord. She objected, please, man of God. Don't mislead your servant. Go on. But the woman became pregnant. And the next year, about the same time, she gave birth to a son, just as Elisha had told her. She gave birth to a son. If I were to title my message this morning, I want to speak to you on the topic, unsettled. And I'm separating it for a reason, and you'll see in a minute. I want to talk to you today about being unsettled. Shall we pray this morning? Father, I bless your name. Your word is true. Your word is life. Thank you for everyone watching online, and I thank you for everyone in this building. I just pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you would begin to move right now. I pray that the seed would fall on hungry, good ground. Your word says that when you move through certain areas, you couldn't do anything. The seed was no effect because... Many didn't believe or wanted anything from you. All they kept saying was, is this not the carpenter's son? But today you are more than the carpenter's son. You are the way. 
you are truth, you are life. And if we only get a revelation and allow the ground to be fertile, Father, the, the seed would take deep root. So today I ask that your people, Father, would receive your word and it would grow and bring forth fruit in every life in this room. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody say, Amen. Everything happens in a time and in a place. I'm going to say that again. Everything happens in a time and in a place. Things need time and they need a space to occur. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse number 1. Hallelujah. And if y'all have it back there, put it up. It says in the beginning. In the what? In the beginning, that's time. Beginning means time. So the Bible tells you from Genesis that the God who we serve exists beyond time. And when time begun, that's when God begun everything that is now existing. God is the only one who lives beyond time. And so for things to exist, they need a time. Whenever something happens, you can also not just say what happened. You can also ask the question, when did it happen? Because it can't happen without time. And the world couldn't exist without time. Everything that happens needs a time period to happen. This is why the Bible talks from the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation. It talks about seasons and seed time and harvest. And as long as the earth remain, God says there'll be seed time and harvest. You get to midway of the book. It reminds you in Ecclesiastes there is a time for every purpose under the heavens. A time to born. And a time to, a time to plant and a time to uproot. And it goes on, a time for war and a time to make peace, a time to kill and a time to heal. There is a time for everything in life. And most people don't grasp that, that time is precious. And if anything is going to happen, it's going to happen in time. And so if you do nothing in time, one day when you decide to do something, there might not be the time to do it anymore so work while it is day i was driving this morning i saw some purple flowers and I, a weird thought came over my mind i won't tell you what it is because it was strange but the thought drove me to make a decision i'm going to live and when I say live, I don't mean wake up every day and breathe. But everything inside of me is going to find out who this God is even more. Why he put me here. For life must be more than what the corporate world has designed for me to do. Somebody came along and said, this is what you ought to do. Uh, go to school for these years. Work this job for this year. Retire and golf yourself into a graveyard. The devil is a liar there is much more that the Lord who created me created me for and I don't care what age you are in this building I don't care if you're five or 95 the Bible says
says, if you have a breath, you still have a job. What's the job? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now you might say that just means coming to church and shouting. I love a church that shouts, but you can praise the Lord in what you do every day with your life. Your life is a worship to God. If anything is going to happen, it's going to happen in time. Lazy people. Come on, if you sit next to somebody lazy, tap them. I'm not going to look. You're on your own in your car. Lazy people, the Bible says, a little bit of sleep, a little bit of slumber, a little bit of the folding of hands and poverty will creep upon you. Ah, people want to know, Pastor, how do you get wealthy? Ah, very simple. Stop being lazy. Wake up. I ain't got no church today, but I'm going to preach. Maybe online, give me some fire emojis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I ain't ask you to go online. You in house, give me, give me noise. Give me some online emoji. Y'all hear what I'm saying? In this? Everything has to happen in a time. And God shows you that from verse 1 in the beginning. And the next verse tells you that God, he doesn't, he doesn't waste any time. He goes straight into working. Notice he starts from the beginning of time working and when the job is complete, then he, some of us want to rest and you ain't did a thing. Oh, talk to me in this. I got it. It's hard. It's too much for me. You are not ready for your dream. Dreamers don't complain about the work. Uh, they welcome the work. What they complain about is the lack of opportunity and lack of work. If the work is overwhelming and you complain about it, shut your mouth. I don't want to hear about big dreams from you. I want to hear from the people who will say, the one who will stand up like the 12 spies that came back and two stood up and said, oh, don't listen to the 10 of them. We can take this land. We can do this. And I ain't concerned if the churches across the world are packed or not. I believe that in this last day we are living in, one can chase a thousand. Some people can fall off and it may look like the church will lose. But God don't need a lot to feel like preaching in this house. God took Samson and give him the jawbone of a you-know-what and he defeated the Philistines. God took a man by the name of Moses who was settled because how many of you know God when you're sample going ahead? When you're settled, God always comes in. Everything happens in a time. And not only does it happen in a time, it happens in a place. All of that in Genesis 1. In the beginning time, he created place, heaven, and earth. And everything now is going to happen in the time and the room he made. The Bible says there was a woman who was wealthy. And she often saw this rich man, this, this man of God. She was rich and she saw the man of God. And whenever she saw him, she said, for some reason, I don't know. The Bible don't give the details. 
but what was it about this man that she said? Because after all, she said she don't even need a word from the king. Come on, somebody. I need a word from, from a senator. I ain't even trying to get to the king. I need the police department. She said, I don't need a word from the highest person in land. It's going to make no difference to my status. But how many of you know that your status is not really an indication of what's going on? Uh, if you were to truly update your status like Facebook says, uh, you won't have a lot of friends. Hallelujah. If you were to truly tell the truth on that line right there, people would look at you twisted hallelujah but the truth of the matter is the, the, the bible says that she said this is a man of god and she begun she said to her husband let's make room for him she made time and a room she is trying to have something happen and let me tell you something whatever you make room for you will attract Hallelujah. Y'all see that? Y'all with me back there, amen? Throw them, throw them, throw them stuff up for me, all right? Whatever you make room for, you will attract. Uh, let me explain what that means. If you make, if you go into your backyard and you want birds, you plant trees and put a birdhouse. And if you do that, guess what will show up? Put some bird seeds there. You'll be like, hey, what up, homie? You don't know who you are, but you made room for us. If you want fish in your house, you can't leave it dry. You've got to bring a fish tank. And whatever you make room for, you invite, you attract. Uh, 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 and so I could go on and on with that and give you examples of that. Whatever you make room for, you will attract. My question to you today is, are you making room for what you want to attract? Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to me in this place. Are you making room? Now, 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 let me, let me make, let me make sense uh, here for you. Plain sense. Some people want to lose weight, but they don't make room for the gym. Well, pasta is live bread. I live spoon. Some of you got come out of there. If you want to get married, are you making room to make sure you marriage material? Everybody want the right partner, but they ain't the right partner. If you want money, are you making room to educate yourself in business and wealth? Or you just believe God to drop it from the sky? I'm going to find it on the park bench. Whatever you want to happen in your life, look at the room you're making. Because if you're not making the right room, you could be attracting the wrong thing. A lot of us are making rooms. And we're attracting things that we don't understand. How did this get into my life? When you make, when you see, all right, let me help somebody who want to date. If you, if you make room for the wrong people and then you end up heartbroken, don't ask why. If you don't make the right room when the wrong thing is there, you can't sit back and say, how did this happen? How did, <laughs> how 
How did I end up poor? How did I end up not advancing? How did I not end up with a better job? How did I not end up elevating? What did you make room for? Did you build skills? Did you up your worth? Did you do something that would make somebody say, I want to hire you? Or you walked in and said, I'm blessed and highly favored. Hire me. Blessed and highly what? Not by us. I got a quiet church today. Whatever you make room for, you will attract. And the woman said, I want to make room because I want the presence of God in my house. If this man, notice what she says. She said, I perceive him to be a man from God. He's holy. And if there's going to be the presence of God in my neighborhood, it's got to end up in my house. I wish we had people who wanted the presence of God in their house. Nowadays, all types of presence are in people's house. We all, oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. The TV's on all day. God knows what's coming out of that devil box. Out of Netflix and, and, and you're chilling too much. Hallelujah. Oh gosh, y'all ain't saying nothing. And you got too many other voices. But I wish that we would get back to being a people to say there's only one thing I desire is the sweet presence of the Holy Spirit dwelling in my house dwelling in my life I want to get back to a place where my life is his and he is all I care about y'all hear what I'm saying in this place and she made room for the man of God uh, now watch this she went a step further she just didn't make a room. Sometimes in life, you want your life to change. How many of you right now wish that your life could change? Everybody that didn't say amen, keep them where they are, Lord. Let me try that again. If you want your life presently to not be where it is, there are circumstances you need God to change. I want you to shout like you know God can do it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, how many of you, when you have something you want to change in your life, you look at it, but there's nothing in you that can help you to change it. You're weak to change it. You don't know how to change it. You don't know how to come out of the circumstance that you're in. You don't know how to come out. I want you to notice what this lady did. Sometimes you don't have the power to change a thing. But you have the power to empower. I'm going to say that slow again. Y'all working with me back there with these lower thirds? Amen. Sometimes you don't have the power to actually bring the change but you have the power to empower what do you mean by that the bible says not only did she make a room but she put things in there that would empower the man of god she couldn't change her circumstance clearly she had a circumstance what was it she couldn't have a child as much money as she had as much as she's attained there's something inside of her that was broken that she couldn't fix. Her money couldn't fix it. Her status couldn't fix it. Her friends couldn't fix it. She saw the man of God. She made room for the man of God. And she begun to empower the power that could... Oh, gosh. 
Oh God. Sometimes you got to empower the power that is able to change you. How do you do that, Pastor Rich? With your prayer life. With your worship to God. I might not be able to change it, but I know someone who can. And so when I, when I, when I make room and I begin to praise and worship and bring myself closer to him, God's power is unveiled in ways I could never imagine in my life. You have to empower the thing that's going to powerfully break your circumstance. Sometimes it's practical as this. I don't know how to change my circumstance. Well, empower your brain to figure out ways you can be better. Oh, pastor, I'm addicted to stuff and I don't know how to break it. Who do you hang out with? Who you hang out with? Could you could be empowering them to bring the addiction on in your life? Who you hang with is empowering. It, it, it's defining of who you will be. I don't like gossiping and I don't like that I have no friends. Who do you speak with that is often gossiping with you? Break it. If you empower the wrong thing, you're going to have that thing have power over you. But if you want stuff broken off your life, you've got, y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying in this place. You've got to, and the Bible says that the woman, she couldn't change her circumstance. But she saw who could and she empowered the power. Oh, gosh, I wish I had a church that knew anybody. Oh, my, I want to take a second right there. I want to take a moment right there because this ain't for you guys. Lord God knows there are things in my life I need broken and changed that I've got no power and authority to do it. In myself, I'm weak. And when I'm weak, the Bible says that there is a strength in someone else that if I were to call on him. No, no, notice the Bible didn't say just the name of the Lord is going to save you. It says whosoever calls whosoever what does that mean the power exists in the name but it's of no use unless you empower the y'all ain't hearing what i'm saying in this place and so when it's time to call on god there is no devil in hell that will ever stop me from worshiping god i'll worship him in the mall i'll pull over my car on the side of a road i'll get breakthrough wherever i got to oh yeah you're looking at highway pastor right here there are times the lord brought a tear to my eye just from driving because I'm crying out to God to move on my situation. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. God break these chains. Break these things that I can't seem to break. And the Lord begins to come into the car. I pull over on the side of the road and I begin to worship. Police come by. Tow trucks come by. And I look at them and tell them what y'all want to have church. Ain't nothing wrong with the car. God is moving moving i'm not ashamed to praise him in the mall i'm not ashamed to praise him during a pandemic i'm not ashamed to praise him in these cameras i'm not ashamed to praise him wherever i go because you don't understand i don't have the power but i'm going to empower what good is it to make room and he got no bed and no chair and nothing to eat what good is he if he, what good is God being in your life and you give him any old thing? Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. God deserves your all. God deserves you. Listen, I find that God is no respecter of persons. And when you disrespect God, you can't expect God to move. 
But when you give God your all, when you put God first in your life, you looking at a testimony on the stage. Let me tell you, God has been good to me. Hallelujah. I'm not standing up here busted and disgusted on my last leg creeping in. He's been good to me. Undeserved. Hallelujah. I failed him time and time again. I've messed up. I've hurt people. People have hurt me. I've carried burdens. Oh gosh, y'all ain't hearing me. But through it all, I don't have the strength to fix things. But I know who has the power. And when I call on him, when I go before him, and I call on him, God somehow come. I could show you this throughout the Bible. Woman with the issue of blood couldn't fix herself. But she said, if I could just touch if I could just touch some of us know she said I'll press through any crowd it don't matter who's in front of me it, some of us can't serve God if the job end late I'm too tired to worship and our prayer life has become father bless my day bless my it's like my kids I'll be trying to teach them how to worship them dudes is like their prayer life is like request city. And some of us as adults are the same way. Every time I say, shy, time to pray. Go ahead and pray. Lord God, please uh, protect my family, protect my dog, protect my home. Give my dad his Facebook page back every day. Uh, keep us from corona. Uh, uh, let me have a good day. Let me not. And it's all requests. And I stop and I say, what do you think God is? What if I come to you and all I do is want stuff from you? Some of us, that's the only relationship we have with God. There is no intimacy in there. There is no God, I love you. What can I do for you today? How can I serve you today? Who can I minister to? What can I do to make God happy? It's always God, what you gonna do for me? Bring me out, fix me. And you ain't empowering the power. You, oh my gosh, you got an empty room. But when you go in the room and you furnish, that's worship. When you put a chair down, that's worship. When you bake a meal, that's your praise. Come into the presence of the Lord with thanksgiving and praise oh god i woke up today and you know my issues your word says even before i have them you know them so why even talk about that i don't want to discuss what you already know i want to know what can i do to please the king today Oh my gosh, this church ought to be going nuts. I wish I had somebody that loved Jesus in this place. If he, listen, listen, people always say this, it's not theologically sound. If he never did another thing, he's done enough. The problem with that is that if he never did another thing, we're dead. Because right now, he's sustaining the chair that you sit on. All of the cells that is holding together in your body, they still don't know what holds it together. They don't understand the soul. I've seen many dead bodies they have a heart they have a lungs they have everything that can function but still can't move something else is on the inside that only God puts in there there ain't a scientist that could explain that right now he's sustaining you right now he's the oxygen in your lungs right oh y'all ain't hearing me and so even though the statement is a good one if God never did another thing I am grateful because he's always doing something he's always working he's listening as long as he's keeping me alive 
alive. I've got permission to empower the power, empower the power, empower the power. When we come together as a church to praise, I wish I had brothers and sisters who want to go to war with people who don't empower the power. Where are the praises at in this house? You got to take practical steps in your life. You want to see change what you empowering. If you lazy, break it. If you poor, break it. Well, pastor, how? I don't know. Figure it out. Well, how? Put me with a rich person. I'll put you with a rich person till you blue in the face. You know what I've discovered from every rich person I met? There is no real formula other than work hard and you'll figure it out. Y'all ain't hearing me. You meet one guy, he'll be like, it was Brandon. It's Brandon. You got to know how to brand. You meet another guy, he'll be like, I ain't brand nothing. I just, I just kept working this thing one day. And one day, I opened my eyes, and there was $50,000 of sales. I'm telling you what I know. Opportunity comes to everybody. The Bible says it's not the lack of opportunity. It's when the opportunity comes, did you empower the power? So if I come tomorrow and I want to buy the product, did you put it out yet? say nothing to me some of y'all I like my next point this woman she's doing all of this for a reason but if you were to look at this woman's life from the outside she's pretty much settled in life y'all hear what I'm saying in this place she is comfort everybody I say to say this word wrong comfortable comfortable that's how I say it. Everybody's like, why do you say comfort table? It's a whole table in your comfort. From the Caribbean, bro, it's comfortable. It's comfortable. And you tell me, no, it's not comfortable. It's comfortable. So you're missing a lot of letters in there. Comfortable. You're missing the fort and the table. It's like, come, never mind. I don't know where I'm going with all that. The problem why we don't experience God is we, when we can't and we quit and we fail and we don't chase after him anymore, we go after what the world promises to be promising, we empower the wrong power, we get the comforts, and then we get comfort table. We get comfort able. We get comfort able. We get comfort able. The only ability in me is what my comfort allows me. <sighs> God, you got to give me. Listen, God. I can't be preaching and people just. This message too big. Blow the ceiling off of me, God. Let me tell you all something. Y'all hear what I'm saying in this? The problem with Christians, especially in America, is the comfort. I am glad God has taken a lot of it away. This thing ain't ending until God has made his point. Stop looking to President Joe Biden for the answer. Stop looking to Dr. Fauci for the answer. 
I don't know if I said that right. It sounds like I said that little guy in these days. Stop looking to the, 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 the education system for the answer. This thing ain't stopping till God has made his point. Who gonna die, gonna die. Who gonna live, gonna live. But God don't move until he's made. I stopped listening to everybody. If I listened to them, I would put on a mask with plastic and be like, why I can't breathe? I'm not telling you not to take precaution. Take every precaution you can. But let me tell you, this ain't moving till God has made his point. And American Christianity has done a disservice in that we've taught you that Christ equals comfort. And so now that we're comfortable, we don't want to do nothing for Christ. And God has made a point that when you put people, oh, stay out of that, Rich. Come back. Oh, gosh. I want to be on God's side at the end of this thing. Y'all hearing what I'm saying in this place? I don't care. I, don't, I want to be on God's side at the end of this thing. And some of us, the problem is comfort. You know, pastor, I can't. I can't. Church is online now. People don't come online. Not only that, you got me. You got people like Bishop Jakes. You got Stephen Furtick. Who else y'all listen to? You got you got John. I don't know if you're online. You got John MacArthur. You got all of these big names. All of them online, and people ain't even watching them. And it is so comfort that it has come in your house that even if you miss the service. You can play it in the car and still hear what the men and women of God is saying. But if you've got no room and certified lover boy is in your play deck. No shade to anybody. But if you've got room for the latest record and the latest Netflix special. Don't come complaining when what you made room for is now in your living room. I ain't gonna have no help in the house. I wish I could do a backflip of the Lord. I don't know why, God, every week. Listen, when you are comfortable in your Christianity, listen to me. Expect you're settled to become unsettled. God has a way of Abraham is rich, got flocks and cattle, and is living good in his father's land. And God has a way of saying, come, I will show you a land. Well, this is unsettling, but I still got my comfort. Here's the land. The land is the worst land to plant anything in. Wait a minute. 
Okay, at least he's going to give me a nation. I'm going to have mad children in a minute. She can't have babies. Here's Moses living in the luxuries of Egypt. And God says, one day you don't even know who you are. You're not an Egyptian. You are called to bring my people out. And he says, okay, I'm going to figure this out and tries to work for the people that he's supposed to help. And they looked at him and said, you're a murderer and start snitching. His own people snitched on him. Moses, I got to leave and is in the wilderness. And now he finds comfort in Jethro's house. He's got flocks and all of that. And he's got a good gig every day. I wake up, I make some curry goat and lamb and I'm good to go this is life I'm in the backside of the valley and God comes and burns a bush that ain't burning and he said this?" and he walks over and he sees it and says and when he walks over God says step no further for the ground you step on is holy ground here's Joseph young boy dreaming big dreams looking like Diddy in the coat the other day and dreaming the coat of many uh, his father gave him the coat of many colors and dreaming that he would lead one day and his whole family is going to serve him wake up the next day and the brothers pow punch him in the face you think you better than us you think you got a dream and the people who's supposed to support his dream are the people who actually beat him and i want you to know that if the people around you that are supposed to help you are beating you don't ever ever get mad sometimes god comes in and unsettles your settle because little do you know that the blows they're throwing is actually bringing you to the place if you can't withstand the unsettling of God you in trouble because the God I know will shake your life and he says the just shall live by faith not by what they see with their own eyes but what they know him to be in their heart and he unsettles your settle. And here was rich lady operating in luxury. She goes to the restaurant. She doesn't like who's sitting next to her. She pays for the whole section. Get them out. I don't want Israel Corona. She goes to a dealership. She picks whichever car she wants. It's hers. Whatever she wants in life, she can easily get. And she is looking good to the point now where she builds the room for the man of God. And she empowers the man of God. And I wonder if she's thinking to herself, now I look real good in the community. Because now I am rich and high fruition or fruition or whatever the word is. Obviously, I'm not there yet. Uh, rich and, and ishan. There you go. Somebody fluting. Somebody playing a, a saxophone in. I was so corny and not only that but now I have God in the house so I'm rich and I have the man of God I am rich 
and the man of God comes to my house. Do you know how good that looks? That's the Christian's dream. To be rich and to look godly. But when you invite God in the house. <laughs> and you think you're going to settle God in your plan. <laughs> you got another thing coming. Hallelujah. Y'all with me today? And God unsettles her settle. But I want you to know that she, the man of God came and said, listen, lady, you're good. He didn't say, do you want a child? God got straight to the problem. God said, I'm going to rock her. She won't bring me in the house. I'm going to let her know that I haven't forgotten about her. She won't bring me in the house and see if my power is real. They're going to know that I'm the God. I am God. You want to dance around me? I'm going to burn you. That's the type of God we serve. He don't play church. He messes your whole world up. Has anybody ever been unsettled by God? I mean, you were on your way to get in the jet ski and he messed your whole game up. I ain't got no witnesses in this house. I mean, you went, you bought the tux, went to the, the, the I'll come out of that. Hallelujah. You, 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 you got, you planned the stimulus good. I'll come out of that too. I don't know where to land. Hallelujah. I'm just going to come back here. And God just somehow continues to wreck your program. The man of God said, I don't, God ain't revealing to me. God has revealed so many things. He's not showing me what this lady issue is. Do you know? I said, you know her husband, holy. She ain't got no kids coming to visit her. She lonely as ever. What's good? He said, call her. God said, by this time next year. You will have a child. And she broke. She said, no, man of God. Oh, he touched the spot now. The unsettling. Remember how you tried with your money to go to every doctor to fix it. And the doctor couldn't fix it. And you tried this and tried that. And they couldn't fix it. And she has lived her past. She knows what her past is like. And he comes and he touches the one thing in her past that she has made up her mind. I've buried this. And I'm settled on this. I've moved on in my mind. I've, I want you to know that's the thing with God. When you've moved on in your mind, God don't care where you move. God will move you right back in like you haul. God don't care how far, God, I've already dealt with this. Why do we have to bring it up? Because I want to. And I want you to know something. God will shift and move your life and get to the root of the problem. You want me in your house then you're gonna have to know me through faith she said no man of God 
please don't make this promise to me and mislead me. There was another, not another word said other than by this time next year, she had the baby. Here's my last point. I'm going to let you go. Because when God says it, that settles it. So I titled my message on, quote unquote, settled. Together, the word means that the situation is chaotic. Separate, it means un. He undid. But I want you to know this about God too. That when he undoes the settling that you thought you were settled for, you become un, then settled you get that it's not that he's destroying your life it's that you have a false settlement he really wants to bring it to where you are totally settled and the God we serve said lady stop this buffoonery and this fakeness you got an issue and you are really unsettled but when I'm done you're gonna be unsettled Can't, this, 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 this whole message got a part two. Y'all don't even know that. Because when she had the baby, the baby grew up and she's chilly, chilling, enjoying life. And one day the baby said, I got a headache. I got a headache. And twice he said it. Next you know he was dead. You know what she did? You know what she did? She said, I've been unsettled before. I know who can. That's what happens with God. When you see, after a while, this ain't for all the saints now. Whoa, this ain't for everybody now. But after a while of the settling and unsettling, you begin to understand oh, he's doing something. And so, the person who don't understand God panics. After a while, you begin to say, oh no. That's him moving. He's moving again. And God has got the end. The Bible says the boy died. She went home to her husband and she said, get me a horse. He said, why would you do this? Where are you going? She said, don't worry. She ain't telling none of them. She just said, get me a horse. And she just started. The, the, the man figured out, okay, you're going to leave Elisha alone. It's done. At least we had the baby. No, God don't give you promises that hurt you. No, 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 no. God's promise don't come into God ain't God ain't playing with you. And the Bible says she jumped on that horse and she said, I'm gonna find him. And she find Gehaz I saw and Gehaz I said, Lady, we dealt with you already. We done hooked you up. Be out, Gehaz. He got an old message coming. I got him for y'all. He a money man. He big time money man. He said, lady, this, this, leave him alone. And Elijah sees her from a distance. While Elijah, Elisha is seeing her, he looks up to God and he says, God, you ain't revealed nothing to me about this woman. Like, what's, why is she here? And God wouldn't tell him. So he says, Gaze, I let her come. When she came, she said, listen, I didn't ask you for this baby. So if you're going to give me a blessing, you're going to keep the blessing. She didn't have the power, but once again, 
she knew how to empower. Y'all see it? Oh my gosh. I'm the man of God says, Gaze, I take this stick, put it on the boy's face, go lay it on his face. He got over there, he went, he laid on top of the boy, hands on the boy, everything, body fully on the boy. And after a while, the boy just begun to sneeze. <laughs> no corona. Can't even sneeze nowadays. And when he did that, the boy got up. That same miracle happened again in the New Testament. There was a man by the name of Jairus whose daughter died. And he had no power, but he empowered the power. He said, if you could just make it to my house. God went in the room and said to the girl, Talitha Kumai, come back to life. Whatever you've settled on, that is a false sentiment. God is coming to unsettle you. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes in this house? Come on, somebody. I thank you, God. The world is being unsettled. <laughs> it looks chaotic to us, but you are in perfect control. looks crazy to us but you are not moved you not even shook one minute you didn't even get nervous since Genesis on the seventh day you rested you've been chilling since <laughs> it is us God, I trust, like this woman, that whatever you do in my life, you're also able to keep in my life. I invite you. I make room for you. I ask you to touch my life. God, you see things that are crazy right now. There's areas I've buried, but I really need healing from. It's things that still have a stronghold on me that I need to change or God is going to kill me. There's habits in me. There's addictions in us, Father. There are things that we do that if we don't break, Father, we are in trouble. God, I thank you that you're able, Father, to rock the boat. God, I could go from Genesis to Revelation and show how you unsettle every person that followed you. The whole beginning of our faith was a man being unsettled. To trust you that he's going to find a home whose builder and maker is the Lord's. Till we get to Apostle Paul and Paul says, this world ain't my home. I can't settle and become comfortable in a place that I don't belong. What else you got for us, God? Oh, would somebody join me and cry out to him today? What else you got for my life that I'm not seeing, Lord? 
Lord God, what else you want to do in my life? God is wrecked. I can't fix it. I can't change the past. I can't change what happened to me. I can't. I can't, God. But if you would touch that area of my life, I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be unsettling. But when you're done, I know that you will settle the matter once and for all in my life. That I will be free. Somebody get their freedom back today. Somebody ought to lift your hands to heaven and get your freedom back today. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Whatever's in your past. Whether God, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, whether people in this room have been abused. I speak to that area in the name of Jesus where the abuse was done. And I pray for your freedom right now in Jesus' name that it will not have a stronghold over your mind. I pray for your freedom in the name of Jesus in every area that the enemy wants to, to pull you in and to tell you this is what life is and to pull you in false comfort, false blessings, false hope. Those things are nice, but they are not God. In Jesus' name, it's unsettling the direction you might have to go right now. But I'm going to tell you this. When God is finished with you, hallelujah, joy, unspeakable, full of glory. Somebody ought to praise like you got it, like you received it. When God says it, that settles it. You aren't blessed because of who you are. You're blessed because of whose you are. There ain't a devil in hell that's going to stop what God has begun in your life. Y'all ain't hearing nothing I'm saying in this house, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, let it go in this house. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, that's your first unsettling moment. He's going to come and rock your world. Would you pray with me today? If you're watching online or you're in the building, say, Father God, I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of all my sins. I confess that you are Lord and that you died and you rose again that I may have a life more abundantly. God, I ask you today to save me in Jesus name Amen if you said that prayer in this house or you said it online go to our website and I want you to click on I accepted Jesus we've got a book for you that we want to give to you if you're in the house we've got a class that we want you to join we're on our third class finishing up right now there's three classes going there's people being saved from all over the country from California to the Carolinas to Florida to different places God has been saving and if you've been touched and you want to follow God 
you've never been baptized we want to know who you are and we want to walk you through that thank you all for being with us here at church city today i pray you were blessed come on were you blessed quick announcements like I said this Friday all the young people college age if you're 24 and younger come through well let me stop it I ain't, we want the teeny ones amen you're in high school or junior uh, high school or college age I want to see you this Friday amen we're gonna have a good time also Christ the far eye will be here on the 17th just come out and enjoy some good music and fellowship amen that's happening right here live at Church City, USA. So, yeah, we're going to have some good reggae worship and reggae music. Amen. And then following right after that, we've got the Kingdom Choice Awards. A lot of the tickets have sold out, so make sure you get that. Amen. And, um, and we'll be back here on Sunday. If you've been blessed by the word of God, I want to just thank everyone who continues to support the work of the Lord. The truth of the matter is 10% of a church supports what the 90% benefit from and oftentimes people don't tithe and don't give but it's very important that you learn how to put the kingdom of God first in your life people often say to me I can't afford to give I want to change that you can't afford not to give if you can't afford to give I'm gonna talk to you two years from now and it'll be the same thing you'll tell me but I can show you people after people who have put God first and God has blessed them now understand what I'm saying in this place this church wants to do a lot and a lot more all these events some some of the folks here don't take advantage of it but that's okay we're a church we don't exist just for the folks here we exist for the world and there were people here Friday night who were blessed by the conversation me and the brother had I saw people online talking about healing and forgiving and going back and mending relationships God is good there's people that's gonna come to hear these folks all these things that we're doing is going to reach people for the kingdom and I want you to know that when you give into church city you give into good ground and we've got a we've got a lot that we want to do and I know God is ready to move with anybody who's ready to move in this final moment with him and I know that the people of God who love their God will make room for God in their life and their giving so I want to encourage you to give those watching online if you've been blessed by what we said why don't you give into our ministry here are all the ways you can do so and I would encourage you to do it right now because by the time you get to the car I'm telling you money and people they have a way they I love you I love you God and then they start to think about everything else they got to take care of but if you give to God and you put God first you'll never see the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread give into the work of the Lord right in the building if you are a conventional giver brother Sam is there he'll help you if you're watching online all the ways are on your screen be a blessing to our church amen let me pray over your tithes and offering let me pray over your tithes and offering and on this Tuesday we continue Bible study my brother Sam has been leading and man you've been working hard this week I, 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 I gotta show up brother Sam text me for some information this week I said I got to show up to see brother Sam about to teach the roof off the zoom 
ain't no roof on Zoom. So, but uh, 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 he's been teaching a, a four-week course on serving, and I want to show up on Zoom this Tuesday for two reasons. Number one, to check out a little bit of what my brother got going on, and number two, we haven't done communion together. We we're not sharing out communion in the building, obviously for obvious reasons. But if you come online, we're going to do a communion service on Tuesday. Amen. Now, don't text Pastor or Sister Sherry. I miss communion. You could do communion for me. No. Come Tuesday. Amen. We're doing it then and only then for this month. Amen. So come together. Let's partake in that. All right. And, um, and yeah, anybody, you know, let me pray over your offering and pray over the people that are going to give online. God, I thank you for the people who will join together and partner with our church to help us do greater things. We thank you for the opportunity to host a band that has played at a, in front of presidents coming this, this week coming. Who knows the hearts that will be transformed by their ministry. Anoint that Friday when they are here. God, we thank you for all of the people that will be coming in from all over the country to be here at the award ceremony. God, to pour out to pour out their gifts and their talent uh, uh, online and preach the gospel all night to a generation that needs to know you. Anoint our services. I thank you for every volunteer in this building and every person that works because they love you and they want to see the gender. They don't work, Father, because there's a big paycheck behind it. They work because they want to see people saved. They work because they want to see lives change. Bless every volunteer. And from their volunteering, pour out an extra blessing, I ask, on their lives. I thank you for every giver and every sower online and in the building. Bless what they give and use it to further your kingdom. I thank you for the things we've got planned coming up in this holiday season that we're going to do for the community, God, that we always like to do. And I thank you that we won't lack resources to do it. I give you praise and honor. And I thank you that as we leave this building and we leave from online, but never your presence, you will go before us. We give you praise. We give you honor. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. While you're on our website, make sure you, um, those of you in the building, text the keyword Church City to 77222. Text that keyword and you'll be part of our text link. And not only that, those that are, um, if you visit our website, make sure you pick up some of our products. Our products are in the back too as well. Winter time is here, y'all. Y'all got to get your sweat and your hoodies up. Amen. So grab, grab a couple of those. It is our tradition to leave the broadcast saying a, a wonderful few words amen so can we do that can y'all help me do that you sure online we thank you for joining us today all right and this is what we always say in the midst of crisis who christ god bless y'all and thank y'all for watching man y'all got to turn that music up man y'all got to i rap you know what i mean god bless y'all <laughs>